Hey guys, welcome back to Cousins Night Podcast. It's your boy Kevin here with all of my cousins. I got all my people around me. BB to sing it. Kaylin is here. Brent is here. Ariel is here. Kai is here. Destiny's here and with us in spirit. What up, oh, yeah. She is here. She's always present. She's always the sixth man. When two or more. But this when yes. two or more that gather, destiny shall be in the midst. Destiny will show her face. <laughs> Alright, <right>. but <laughs> this, is, this is not the podcast for that. Clearly. Yeah. So, with this podcast. <laughs> no, that's what I'll be saying. What's it called? This podcast is Six Cousins, Sometimes Five, where we get around and we talk about things within music. We then transition to culture. Then we go have, you're going to jail. Yeah. This is the docket he's going through because he didn't say that, guys. Oh, yeah, my bad. Well, once again, if you're doing well in this life and you're doing good, you are going to the Lamb's Book of Life. Yes. And those who are struggling down bad, down bad, down bad, they're on the sick and shut in. Move, bitch. Get out the way. That's the that's my today's sick and shut and drop. <laughs> oh my All right. god! <laughs> All right, so starting off with music. So Drake is Billboard's Artist of the Decade, and at the next upcoming Billboard Awards, he will be receiving that accolade. How do y'all feel about that? Do you think he deserves it? Personally, there's no one else that earned this thing more than Drake. Right. Um, from the numbers that Kai gives us every fucking time Drake drops. I must say, all I hear is broken record this, broken record that, breaking all the records. Mm. So, fine. It's like, nah, he deserves it. He works very fucking hard, and he delivers good music every time. I have no criticisms of Drake, for real. Yeah, he works very hard sleeping with people's fiancés, home-wrecking families. Nigga Woo! tried to work with him no, on the no, album. No, 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 no. He said lover boy. Took Brent. his damn yes, fiancé. She he was bad, though. You can't bring someone around lover boy. He has a heart in his hair and nothing <laughs> to fear. How dare you defend you that? You can't bring her around somebody. Do you think anybody else could pull that heart in their hair off? My no, lord, you did Diddy, when he was calling himself love. Oh, you think he could pull it off? Because, like, why didn't nobody roast him? Nobody Odell, questioned Odell it. Could. He needed to be Odell roasted. could, but that would just add to the speculations of him even more. But it's like, people really didn't question it. They I'm just let him, him have a, oh. Yeah, that's that's corny. The whole rollout is corny. Loverboy name is corny mm. for the album. I can't corny. even imagine one of my friends around, cousins around this table, sitting here with a heart cut in their head. I would really roast them. Or if a boy on like a dating app had a heart in his picture, I would be like, you're a clown. But the, I definitely see the TikTok boys with their do-rag matching their nails and ch- big chains and stuff like that would be having heart submission. What's that? Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so. Okay, off to the next thing. Well, uh, but no, we still talking about Drake. Oh. I just wonder why mm-hmm. the Billboard Awards... Is the only awards like he likes to go to. Y'all notice that? He, this nigga don't go to a award show. Mm. So first I'm thinking, I hope he shows up. But I'm sure Billboard wouldn't be that embarrassed. So he has to be there. So I wonder why he liked the Billboard mm. so much. I know. Yeah, the only ones that matter. Probably only ones that got the white audience he has to please. Yes. Oh, really? The Grammys don't? No, like, I feel like Billboard like burnt him before, and he ain't never went I feel back. like Billboard is mm. the only non-biased one where... I'm talking about white people... Um, yeah, white people view that program more than mm. other ones. Mm. Like, you're going to get the young streamers on this mm. one, like the TikTok crowd on Billboard. Oh, you vote. yeah. I mean, not vote. That's people's choice. 
But yeah. I feel like they're better. They're more of hits Billboard. Mm, okay. Because I never watched a Billboard. I don't even report on it. I don't think we do. But this year, I'm, of course, I'm going to watch it because, you know, Drake's going to be on there. But interesting. Yeah, I just wondering. Not even BET, the black ones, you don't even come through. You don't come to nothing. Except uh-uh. Billboard. You don't go to the BBCs? Oh, did you just say BBC? Yeah. I said BET. Oh, well, I'm talking about the British one. Oh, please. The British Broadcasting <laughs> Network. I want to know if he be on the BBCs. Because he always over there with the Brits all the time. Yeah, probably. That's what I guess. But um, I just want to say... Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Mm-mm. Drake, I did not want to mention this because he's already twice. Lamb's Book of Life. You've already walked over. You already have a house made of gold. It's all for you, King. Mm-mm. Who else? Who's sucking off? Who else? He definitely deserves it. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad the rappers get I'm it. I'm glad it was him and not like Taylor Swift. Yes, thank you, like, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or like, woohoo. I'm not going to say the other name that popped in the head. Okay. Go ahead, check the table. Yeah, that's not, yeah. It's not that deep. Just do it. I was going to say they wanted to be like Superior Underground Days or some type oh, like that. Oh! Not her in particular. Joke. But like, I, I was trying to say, like, I was saying, like, how I'm glad with Drake it wasn't like a Taylor Swift or like Ariana Grande or something. Oh, like to that. get the decade? Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jo- rap has been the dominant genre for the last decade, and he's been the dominant rap. I mean, he's been the dominant artist. The dominant genre. He dog walked so. this entire decade. Yes. Who's house? Drake Uncontested, but like he literally took over. The same way they thought Justin Bieber was going to do for pop, Drake did that for rap. Mm-hmm. Define a generation. Literally. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Mac Miller's family is actually urging fans to not watch the new upcoming documentary, mm-hmm. Most Dope, the Mac Miller story. Basically, they're saying that they did not sign off on it, and this is completely on someone else's dollar. Damn. And his own, like, nothing to do with them. Oh, wow. How do y'all feel about that? you do shit like that to people, you're sickos. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that you've made content, but if it's against the family's wishes. Right. If it's, I get paying homage, but if you don't have the family's wishes, like Kevin said, that's not right, because at that point, your ego is taking over the precedent of all of it. Because you mm-hmm. want to be shown as the person, like, oh my God, they really did a great tribute to Mac. Yeah. No. Who, who's doing it? Y'all know? Or it come, was it coming on? I can pull it back up. Okay. Yeah, I, I do want to know. Uh, yeah, it is, you know, bad to do it, but I'm going to watch it. Oh. I can't tell you how many documentaries I've watched when the person's yeah, family yeah. wasn't with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm Those sorry. It's like you was a stand. At the end of the day, oh. you don't have to abide by the. <laughs> Family's rules. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I feel bad. They shouldn't have did it, but I'm going to see it because I want to mm-hmm. learn more about his life. You know, the family ain't doing shit, so you know, to show his life. So <laughs> I'm going to watch this thing. I mean, they aren't though. I doubt they're going to make him look like a terrible monster in this. If they do, I'll be highly surprised. Yeah, but, I'm more know. or less worried about them kind of probably going. Right, even if it was Lifetime, someone who would make a monster, but he would still watch. <laughs> I would still watch. And that's on everything. <laughs> The family probably is mad. No, I mean, from the family's perspective, though. Like, why are they so mad? I guess they're not making no money off of it, probably. But okay. uh, we shall see. I'm still going to watch right. it. Yeah, but Kevin, did you ever grieving. see where it's going to be on? Cause they're I, still I'm grieving could be an option. Why yeah, these people shouldn't be doing shit like this. Yes. But they, no. put, they probably put together that album, though. Of his, um, his last album. Terrible. I didn't like it. She's by You didn't like the album? come out right, yeah. Wait, the, the circles one? Whatever the one was. The last one that the family did. That oh. they put it together, had to finish it. Well, it wasn't all that good. Well, yeah, it just you says know what? That, I don't think I saw it, heard that one. Wait. <laughs> it just says know. it had a release date of 
May, oh, sorry, January 18th. And I, no, I couldn't find oh, the wow. words coming through. Oh, it's a long way away. Okay. All right. Well, then next, J. Cole Power Hour Hour Hour. Rev up, Kaylin. It's ready to go. All right. We're ready to go. J. Cole signed to play. Why is the music basketball for the BBCs? Look, there's a whole lot of J. Cole, like, music to talk about. But the BBCs is in the music part. But anyway, so let's talk about J. Cole. I don't think the BBCs is the biggest part. But we're going to talk about. Did we talk about Interlude? No, we didn't talk about the interlude next. I mean, yet. And that's why I'm here. So last week, we told y'all that J. Cole was dropping. And we said, you know, it will be at midnight. So we're going to check it out. It's been out for a week. And um, we're just going to give our reviews. I'm going to give a whole bunch of regalia. And I know y'all hear that every week. So I'm going to let the boys say their opinion first. No, get you another way. Get you Hold on, I don't appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't even think you. about Ariel. Are you and Ariel going to share your opinion? What does that have to do with Ariel? I said I'm going to let the boys. the boys. I forgot Ariel was I'm here. She's here saying. with us. <laughs> okay, because I was looking at y'all. Okay, just do it. Okay, well, I'll go first. Um, yeah, interlude was, you know, J. Cole just trying to be old man, hanging out with the new kids, trying to sound like them, and I just... It was cool. The beat was fire, and um, he wrote, it's not a bad song. It's only a minute of actual rapping anyway. But like, I just think it's just not really what J Cole should rap. Like, I don't like it. I personally thought it was decent. Like, the song was not bad at all. But is J Cole doing a younger style flow, more in like a no. little baby type of flow? The overall song is pretty good. I liked it. Again, it's not super long to have like a full critique of, but it's decent for what it was. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was actually it was an okay song, pretty good. I didn't hate it. You know, I listened to it a few times in a row, actually. Um, the beat was fantastic. This is definitely the first thing that stands out. But then, J. Cole's flow, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, as we were all talking about it off wax, um, I was saying, to me, I agree with Kevin and Kai, you know, he's trying to sound younger. It sounds like a rejected, excuse me, it sounds like a rejected Drake flow, in my opinion. Like a flow Drake would have used, but like, nah, I don't like it, and threw it to the side. And, and Kanye and um, J. Cole picked it up and ran with it. So that's the only thing. I just hope I don't hear this flow again on the on the album because I like J. Cole's original type of rapping. But the song overall, you know, just pretty good. Beat's great. He's talking about some cool stuff, getting a little spicy. But uh, yeah, that's it. That's okay, all right. So, Ariel? Oh, um, yeah. So when me and Kaylin first listened to this, we were downstairs, we were laying down with the big speaker system going, and Brent so kindly gave us, um, and we were freaking out. It sounded very, very well to us, and I was like super in love at the beginning, um, but then I listened to the next day on, you know, regular speakers uh, with a clear mind, and it didn't... Um, it didn't hit as good as it was, you know, hitting the last night, the night before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, God, really? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it still sounded good. I, I enjoyed the song. Moving on. No, tell them how you feel about the beat. Oh, I love the beat. It's really great. It takes me to all the different. Praise J. Cole. Yes. Say the good part now. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Where's you? I'm about it. 
That's not what we discussed. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, I mean... Well, that was just crazy. <laughs> I just really thought um, J. Cole was you know, going to deliver. I just don't know. It's like, I, I, know, <laughs> I, I know we're supposed to praise J. Cole and yes. him, all their guy in love, but... I mean... Did it really deserve it? Yes, y'all. All right. I'm not going to do this for too long, but I'm going to take a little bit of time. Okay. Okay. I feel like the beginning with the beat and us hearing that cool, um, different kind of, uh, what is it called? Sample. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, another J. Cole song. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I thought he was going to be like, his regular talking voice. But when the beat flipped, which took me on a flip with it, I began to be awakened. I'm like, oh, shit, this is new. The way that they flipped that beat, I thought it was very, very cool. I don't know why y'all not giving the beat its props, okay? Y'all just did it. Did. Okay, <laughs> it again. <laughs> but that's why I was confused when you made me say the beat because we already talked about it. Oh. But that was incredible. But I don't think Brent, his flow was that bad. That's like, the shepherds are deeds and not me and a fuck me and a diamond on me. Like, what's so bad and what's so different from him singing, fuck, I had one. I had an example for you. No. No, the Revenge of the Dreamers. Yes. Okay. On Revenge of the Dreamers, the song Under the Sun. He's like, "Um, nothing new under the sun. Nobody fucking with sun. I got a couple of guns, a couple of buns. What is the difference from that and fuck me with a zumbin a zumbin a thump me? I'm sorry, y'all. I thought you could, I can hear what the difference it's right the there. Yeah. It's so slight. Though. Oh, that's no. That's what I'm trying to say. I can say it has similar cadence, but maybe I guess you don't like the melodic changes in it. You just don't like him singing. It's He's trying to sing like. it, okay. yes. And sounding, yeah. singing it in a Drakeish rejected well, way. Versus rap? <laughs> versus singing it. Singing rap is different too. Yeah. yeah. something yeah. He still was, y'all felt like he was more singing during, wait a minute, during his actual bars. Mm-hmm. Y'all think that was more singing overall, or would you agree with me that it was kind of rappy? It was, was when he was getting to those close to the hook is where things would change. Anyone? It's kind of like in the vein of the way like little baby, like little baby and them do like the, Cause like, it's like she might look like he'll say he'll say like, the first part very long and the second part very the last part very long. Right. Like, she my little baby. Something down crazy. Something down down. That's how they sound. So that's I'm not gonna bust out laughing, cold. but you sound like we had the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> that's how. Tastes <laughs> 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 like hey, I don't know what's going on. It's going down. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what he sounds like to me. Kentucky Derby is Kentucky Derby, yeah, that's possibly that's, your name. Yes, first oh, part. Oh, yeah, Kentucky Derby. Oh, we not on camera. <laughs> Why are you on camera? Hey, I'll be still fine. All right, next yeah. case. 
Yes, it sounds like um, I, I feel like there is not that much of a difference. I hear Brent and Kevin sides saying that there is a kind of a difference. There is an element of singing. And to that, I rebut and say, so what? Why is it so bad when he does it? That's my rebut. If you want to answer that, you can. If not, The rebut is simply we didn't like it like that. It was good, but it didn't blow our socks. But so. I feel like y'all be listening to niggas who have a singing edge a lot, and it's okay for but them to do it. But they're not J. Cole. It doesn't sound exactly the way that they do. Exactly. This nigga been making singing songs since... 2014. So why is it bad now? I because don't understand. I'm affected because why that is, I'm testing now? their loyalty. Because I'm like, y'all like all these other songs, so what's the difference? It's a different type of singing, is all I can say. It's, it's a different singing flow. And like, the other songs sound like J. Cole singing. This sounded like he wanted to sound like Drake singing, in it, my it, opinion. It, it sounds like him doing something like. that he's not, he's not normally doing. It's auto-tune. It's the way he pronounces his words on the flow. It just... Again, it's not terrible. No one's like, you know right. what I mean? We're not calling God awful. Yes. We're just saying, God Rennes. wasn't blowing our mind. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's just me. Um, so. All in all, in regards to the interlude, I think it was a great idea to make it so short, to make us wanting and salivating for the al- album. I previously wasn't that crazily ready for it. But now the marketing is working. Congratulations, marketers. You got me. No. Because I'm riding the wave. J. Cole just wanted to stream, get some streams for his album. This album did, what, 8 million, something like that? It's a short two-minute song. You can stream forever. You want to hear more because there's not a lot of rapping. This nigga is just trying to farm mm-hmm. streaming for his album. I'm tired of losing to Drake, headass. Because mm. once you know, Loverboard is coming. But you can't stop the Loverboard. Drake bought him a watch. Yeah, Drake drove him around too. He's like, yeah, nigga. See how you can live. <laughs> Drake flew a guy out in the Back fucking life. Whack niggas was praying he did. That's what he said. He was praying that he did straight, they but they friends. I they didn't even know they didn't like each other until like a year. They both have white sons. They not. They right. both have white sons. Uh-huh. It's partially white, not fully. What are y'all expecting from the album tomorrow? Features? I mean, not tomorrow. It's not Thursday. Friday. No, you got to talk about the doc first. We can't talk about the album. The doc? The no, doc Oh, yeah, yeah. The album. What are y- we're talking about the album coming out Friday. What are you yeah. expecting from it? I thought we were going Features? to go through the rollout of J. Cole, but I see that's what oh, we're not going to do. Oh, this too much of a power. You can talk about the doc real All quick. All right, never doc, mind. It's fine. I'm the just doc was boring and him sucking himself off for 12 minutes. And but he also, uh, in the doc, <laughs> kind of led to the fact that there will be features on the album. Mm-hmm. That's what is going into your next question. Mm-hmm. What yeah. are we expecting? And mm-hmm. because of the doc, yeah. thank you. Y'all yeah. see that connection? Excuse mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So, so now I'm saying that because of the documentary, <laughs> sorry, I'm kidding. Um, I feel like there truly may be features on this album. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, just to shake the table a bit, there may be a lot of songs on this album. Because he references the fall off like it's a big, like, he talks about the fall off like it's an album. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, the fall off is going to be this. I'm saving these for the fall off. So to me, I feel like he's treating this one kind of like Drake did with his playlist. I don't know if this is going to be a cohesive full album. Kevin, you mm-hmm. don't agree? I haven't heard. I have not heard enough. 
specific. Well, I'm just saying based on some of the things that he was saying. Well, based on what I'm saying, what do you think? In the movie, he was saying stuff like, um, yeah, I'm saving. All right. No, no, keep going. I want to hear yeah. your question. In the movie. Basically, it was just like, forget it. I don't want to say it anymore. Next case. Sure. One of the reasons why J. Cole delayed his album was because he was trying to play basketball and trying to be the best 36-year-old basketball just out of LeBron James. And he did not make it to the NBA, but he did make it to play for... He did not make it to the EuroLeague. Couldn't Eurostep with LeVar Ball. He did not make it to China or Australia. He's going to become the first rapper to play basketball for Rwanda mm. on their coming in team. In Africa. And within the past few years, he's the second <laughs> rapper to join to play a basketball league after Sheck West last year. Mm. How do y'all feel about this, cousins? No I think this is very, very dumb. Like, okay, for one, Drake shouldn't have delayed his album for a knee injury. This nigga's going to try to become a basketball player. At 36. 36 is when basketball players start getting bad. Like, this is the worst time ever for you to do this. And two, this nigga couldn't make it anywhere. This nigga had to fly and then make up a deep meaning on why he's trash. Speak on it, Kaylin. No. <laughs> I was silenced when I was getting in my jingle But, um, yeah. Well... I remember him getting that train he was playing with the Hornets or something. For like They were teasing him he was going to work out with the Hornets or something like that. Mm-hmm. I guess he didn't show up. And so basically, y'all, he's trying to sell dope rap with the NBA. Except the sell dope part. He tried it. Yeah, I think he said it wasn't. Or he, maybe he didn't try would it. Would y'all buy the J. Cole jersey? He didn't even buy the big J. Cole BBC jersey. No, I would not buy a J. Cole jersey. <laughs> but best believe I would buy something with that reference him being on that team. I'm not gonna walk around here in a jersey. That's just sick. Kaylin would really ah! buy the jersey. But would I upgrade my fucking satellite to get um, Rwandan TV? I just might. <laughs> See some J. Cole schlong swinging oh in his basketball shorts? Hell yeah, I would. Y'all wanted me to come back. I'm back, bitch. Well, I do think the merch will be selling through the roof for this team. You know, when, when the Cole stuff comes out. And that's a really cool thing to think about, you know. And hopefully they'll put some of the money back into the community over there uh, in Rwanda. That would be very nice. I want to propose a question. Mm-hmm. Who do you think J. Cole was talking to in the interlude? When he's like, I told you, nigga. Do you think he's just like talking shit like in his bag? Or do you think that it's kind of a sneak this? Uh, well, just... Go mm, you know something? Well, he better not be talking about Rosie Drake because Rosie Drake, Drake will rain hell and fire and I'll be the first one to It's the not charge. Drake, uh, they're he friends. Bet, he better not. <laughs> I think he was just talking shit in this big. Ariel, I'm leaning toward Brent. Um, Brent's response. I don't, I don't know if it's specific to some person. Okay. Did you have an opinion? It could be a it, the first person I thought was a Drake was a Drake shot, but that could be anybody. And just because they rappers say they friends does not mean they are friends. It could have just been somebody counting J Cole out. But y'all, I'm just telling y'all, my expectations are very high now. So if he does not hit the bar, I will feel some type of way because he talked too much shit in that documentary. And his freestyles, they were just released yes, today. Yeah, Don't want to mm-hmm. forget them. He was on 106.5. Yeah. 
And was that New York? A New York radio Power station? Six. Power sure. Six. Yeah. I think it's LA. I can't remember. Yeah, where where it is, but he gave two freestyles, styles on a radio station he was on. Every everyone, both songs went off. Mm-hmm. He I was to Infinity Beat, and I can't remember the one offhand. I was I'm really still tipping, which is a great throwback to me in middle school. I was really bobbing my head each time, like, whoa, hold up now. He's really going off. And he even had some <laughs> bars, like, even when the interlude, like, he's reminding niggas of his wordplay. That's all I'm going to say. Like, he's actually rapping and making uh, metaphors and stuff. So I'm here for that. Yeah, he was like, no, Bill Cosby will fuck him while he sleep. Yes, he said, I um, like, the hottest thing out of the... the <laughs> South the slavery. South since slavery. That's kind of bar- bars, but it could be. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't like nothing. I'm telling you, that's why no, all my yeah. shades are more bent. Not a real. Slavery the Master Joe came up this week. Oh, We've been the same on the highlights of slavery. Well, anyway, I, I stand by his wordplay. It's standing Ooh. very strong. Mm-hmm. And I'm done with my Jacob Power Hour. All right. Next topic is <laughs> rapper Kid West is suing Childish Gambino over This Is America. So, like, recently we had a lawsuit for a few years ago where I forgot the American name. Pharaoh. Yeah, the rapper. I forgot the name mm-hmm. of his, the actual rapper, but he's a bum. He tried to sue over his song American yeah. Pharaoh. And now mm-hmm. Kid West is now also suing Donald Glover for the song, saying his sound, his song to, is similar to his song Made in America. I'm not sure if y'all have heard this about, have you heard about this yet? Y'all, do you know I'm so embarrassed, Kevin? I thought this was the same lawsuit as the Pharaoh nigga. Uh, but just like it's finally getting to court now or uh, something. I didn't know it was two different songs and two different people because I would have listened to the song. So maybe. I'm just learning something new today. I didn't so, know. <laughs> I personally have listened to the song. It literally sounds it sounds nothing alike. Hmm. I think the guy just got upset the fact that he rhymed he had America in the lyrics oh. and it sounded like his America. Hmm. That could literally that boy be the was only so thing. far away off. Man, he's not going to win. Yeah, it's over. He wishes that his song sounded like Charles Gambino's song. <laughs> oh, I need to hear this now. Now, Charles Gambino, if you're out here listening, if you're our listener in India right now, please, if you drop another album, but drop what? another ra- a real rap album. Mm-hmm. We want that. Drop another Stone Mountain, please. But as I'm begging and pleading, we have two reviews coming up. So, Zarface and MF Doom, Super What Review by Cal. Um, you got this too. We were listening to go to your second shot. Mm. Oh, Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer. So, um, Starface, <laughs> man, um, MF Doom, Clyde, this is MF Doom's first posthumous um, album. And, um, man, it was just 26 minutes of pure boom bap. It's just pure rap. Doom and Starface, all three of them are members of Starface. All the verses sound so good. It's incredibly crisp and just a fun, quick, short album that you can go and listen to and then, you know, replay a couple times. Yeah, so Z- the biggest criticism that I will have. Zar's face is his voice in rap may not be for everybody. Which one? Zar face. It's on two people's Zar face. The one that kind of raps like that. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you are really into the older 90s style rap where everyone's very slow and pronouncing every single word and syllable so you get each bar, you may not like you may like it. If you don't, that's not your stuff, you may not like it at all. Really good tracks though. 
it is sad to hear that this is the last thing Doom had released, probably set to release before he passed. Mm-hmm. But, alright. So, and now we have Learn is coming up on the rise. <clears throat> That's me. So, <clears throat> it's not Learn, it's LVRN. Learn. It is the label that Justice runs. He was a frequenter of the Joe Button Pod. Um, and there's um, Summer Walker on there, West Side Boogie, um, Black, and I think they're the, that's like the biggest names on there. But um, they're on the rise, y'all. They're trying to show their group as a group now. Like LVRN is a label, and they're trying to be seen. The first thing they did was they released a cipher where everybody like showed off their skills. There's like this other country nigga. I believe he's the one who sings Throat Baby. He's on it. I think that's him. I don't know. I could be really, really wrong, but um, he sounded pretty good. It was like a trap guy, like a young nudie type of guy. There was a girl rapper. She was really a good rapper as well. So they did the cipher. Then they just released a new song. That's why I also want to talk about them. So I would encourage y'all to listen to it. I saw that Boogie is on there. Black. Um... Uh, that's all I can remember right now. So this so, is like a multi-powerment, power, like a power group, um, super group. Yes, so, but they're not a group. They're just a label. Okay, so is Boogie on the label or just on the song? Westside Boogie is on the label. He okay. is signed. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so, so that's why this is, you know, kind of news right So I wonder if he just had like a one-album deal with Shady Records or what? Yes. I'm glad I was he's not talking on there. Well, because always talks about terrible Shady Records are and oh. everyone who gets on should get off immediately and stuff like that. Damn. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of cool. Coming out with a cypher and... You know, um, doing this new song together, I think it's a way to show off the other new upcomers because everybody's going to listen for Boogie and Black. That sounds, that's a lot of stuff. I just want to say, I listened to the Cypher, and um, there was only two good niggas in the um, Cypher, Boogie and Black. Woo! I thought the young beauty type of guy, and we like the girl kind. You said, who's the girl? Um, I didn't know, seriously. Oh my um, god! I so I just said Summer Walker was in it. Yeah, yes, no. but she was not in the cipher. She's in the record label. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's a strong list. Yeah. Then. Yes. yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's and Justice, three big up and comers, right? Right. There. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, Justice, who is only like my age. I remember when he was oh, on the wow. podcast. He's like 26 or 27, and he's really bringing up the label. And like a lot of people learned of it from when Summer Walker was really awkward on the um, Soul Train Award. She's like. <laughs> Thank you, LVRN. I love you all. Bye. And I think like that, <laughs> people started like kind of knowing what LVRN was. So it's not Laverne. No, it is not. It's okay. Love Remember Renaissance. Remember the PJs? <laughs> Don't remember that episode. Yes. <laughs> Here, Laverne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love Renaissance. Okay. I'm down, Caitlin. I like it. I'm glad you added this. Yes, this thanks. I'm glad you guys like it. Yeah. This nigga needs a podcast badly. Who, Justice? Yes, he's really funny. Yeah, he is pretty funny. He gives like um, Vince Staples vibes. Does he just cut everybody off on the podcast? Then? Hey, hey bro, no, he just bro. has a funny sense of humor. Let me say what I'm saying, bro. No, I'm kidding. We love Vince Staples. Don't All right, our next case is because <laughs> Gavin, you pouring drinks. Um, <laughs> Twenty One Savage is dropping a EP called Spiral. Yes, you have the Spiral. You have J Cole, the Off Season, and Kodak. Haitian boy Kodak all releasing within this week. Wait, this also possibly Nicki Minaj. Mm. She just posted on her um, Instagram for the first time in ages, and 
she said Friday. She didn't tell us what's coming. Mm. It could be another fucking Fenty. I mean, Fendi collab. Mm. Nobody knows, but possibly Nicki Minaj is um, dropping. And I, I have another take about her. Do y'all want she me to tell you now or later? Dropping, basically. I doubt she she's did? got an album, y'all. Oh, Friday. you're talking about an album? Definitely a song. Wait, I, okay. we don't know if it's a song or a collab or anything. It's at least a song. Because okay. she said a song she, I could believe. Yeah, she said like something such as is off is out this Friday at such and such time. And she also mm-hmm. tweeted LOL today. What if the song is called LOL? I think she announced the name. Oh, also in drops, Ariel sent me this on Twitter. Masego is saying he oh, likes yeah. the energy Cole gave when he said he gonna drop the same day as Kanye. So he's gonna drop on J Cole Day. Masego? Yes. I'm like, nigga, do you want to get a homicide? Or that what? ain't even no type of comparison, though. It's, say, like, it's different. Different. fighting for them, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like... That's corny, Masego. Stay right, at least lane. people knew who Cole was when no, he was trying to drop the same day as Kanye. <laughs> well, they not even... If he was a rapper, maybe that would mean something. But Right. So, I think it's going to be a really good news week, and... You know, Kevin and Kai and I will be going on a trip, so I am so excited to listen to this music on a plane. Me you going to listen to that Kodak Black, then? I am not. Ain't that nigga in jail yet? What's no, he's out. He got out. They I thought him. he pleaded guilty to the... I think he is going to, right? For yeah. 19. But it's like community service. Oh, oh, you said oh. You saw so the woman and you, No, they, they pleaded. There's like a plea down. Oh. But, yeah, he did it, but he apologized to the girl. Damn. He's not going to jail, which sucks. Yeah, he really... Got a plea deal out of literal rape. Mm, mm. My word. Anywho. There's got to be more to the story. No, 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 no. Not when you plead. Guilty as victims. Oh. Yes. All right. Next case. Going to the culture now. Dave Chappelle is announcing a podcast with Yasin Bey and Talib Kweli. What do y'all think? Are y'all excited? Sounds like something yes. that Brent was, you know what, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this just sounds phenomenal. Yes. I am one of the biggest fans of Black Star you can find. I just wishing that this group would get back together. That's you know Yasin Bey, you know also known as Most Def, and then Khalib Kweli. They formed a Black Star Khalid. back in the nineties. Khalib Kweli. So, but anyway, two amazing lyricists. Always got interesting things to say. Two smart brothers too, and funny. Especially Yasin Babe and Smart, you know, both of them, especially Talib, but both of them. And then Dave Chappelle, who, you know, maybe, I, oh, oh, it's, it's so close. I won't say a GOAT comedian, but yeah, I can say that because him, oh, yes. him and Eddie Murphy are running neck and neck for me, in my opinion, between them two. But anyway, Dave Chappelle, oh man, I've been a fan of him forever since he first came out, since, you know, half baked days. All the way through the Pell Show, Chappelle Show, all the way up to a stand up now. I'm so excited to see what this thing would sound like, but I'm not going to hear it though. It's behind a paywall. You don't know that? What is that? No. Yeah. Um, through Patreon? The brilliant idiots were talking about it. It's not Patreon, it's some other smaller thing that Joe Budden and them used to talk about joining and joke. And Charlemagne will always say, yeah, I would never join them. They try to get brilliant idiots to join, but we don't agree in making people pay for pods. Um, like, not like we put out a free pod and then you got to pay to get the extra pod, but to hear any of these pods, you got to pay. Right. So I'm not doing that. I mean, though, I love me some Chappelle and, and y'all seem to pay for some goats to be talking to you all the time. No. 
I would fucking pay for but Jake. It's gotta Holes. be about something good. Like I don't want him talking about like football or some shit. Like if that. Jake oh, Holes, someone who I consider a goat, drops something, I would definitely pay for it. I would not pay more than twenty dollars, but I would definitely pay for it if I am this fan, like I say I am. I gotta see how much pods cost today's today, but there's too many free good pods out here. I am so backlogged with shit to listen to as far as pods that uh, I don't even listen to music that much because there's so many pods and shit to listen to. Mm-hmm. From, you know, the video game kind of funny, gaming Illuminati to the read and um, laugh and learn and the jo- Breakfast Joe Club. Joe Button podcast. I don't listen to that. But the Breakfast Club and all the shit I listen to is just too much. So, you know, to add one that I got to pay for, I don't know. I'm not going to do that. I'll see how much it costs, though. Maybe if it's three fifty a month, three dollars and fifty cents. Oh, sorry. Get out. There was a whole argument. About but uh, what do y'all? What Kevin? What do you think? Kevin, I, I was interested until you said there's a paywall. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I think like I just don't think I had the patience to sit there and pay fifteen bucks just to listen to you talk. Like yeah. there's gotta be some more content. I better get like a free T-shirt or something with that. I think it's corny. Okay, well that would be cool. Because I used to support, I used to support kind of finding them because at certain tiers you would get like a shirt on Patreon and things like that. But I'm not sure why they would do this, but hey, that's what they want to do. I think it's incredibly dumb to, I get like a one-time payment to listen to the pod, but like to show people off entirely, that's just really, really dumb. It's luminary. Yeah, it's going to be, it'll be a hero for me who would download the pod illegally and I'd find the stream of that. Allegedly. (laughs) No, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, HH3. <laughs> All right, next topic. Trouble in paradise, y'all. Dun, dun, dun! In the land of equity, there's a lot of beef going on right oh. now. Hold up. What? $2.99 a month. That ain't bad. No. That, I just said if it's three fifty, I might get it. So two ninety nine a month, I could, I could probably get on with that. Well, I, I get you. Hold up. Auto build annually, and it's thirty four ninety nine for your first year. No, uh, total. I, yeah. Next case. Yeah. Okay. Like I was saying, trouble in paradise in the land of equity. There is much chaos and disorder right now. Mm-hmm. Joe Budden has officially cleaned house and has fired Roar, Rory, Sunshine, Roar. Sunset, <laughs> and have thrown him to the curb. Maul is somewhere. He's not at stage right now. And he's basically lost her shirt, not kidding. Joe Budden, the Joe Budden podcast, has publicly fired member Rory of the podcast with Maul not on there as well. You trying to say like act? No, if I was going with act, it would be hey what's going on guys DJ Rory. Rory (laughs) (laughs) But guys what do you think about what happened? Well I'll Kai gotta stop this off. I'm incredibly saddened. Um yo for those listeners who are longtime fans, you would have heard me when I turned my back on Joe for five for telling Rory to go home and you know, you know, not being open with mob about the business. And the more I've learned today, the more I, I was just sickened by Joe Biden. Give me a second to find the article. What well, I'm the article about the things he was saying to them. But like, it just made me feel like you truly are just a dickhead. I thought these were your friends, mm-hmm. and you talk to them like they're just some niggas on the street. Especially when really greasy. And it's just kind of like you know, I will never forget when Rory brought up when Lex was born. I was there with you at the hospital crying. And then Joe immediately replies with, well, who told you to be there? Ooh. Damn. Wait, what is this happening on? How did you know this? This is what Joe said to him. Wait, when, no, when? when did you say this to him? Um, like two weeks ago. Oh, so on the moment. redemption pod? Yeah. <gasps> okay, wait, hold on. On the redemption terrible. pod, Rory said what to Joe Button? 
Remember, like, I like when you were saying he doesn't um, believe in giving his friends, um, what is this, trust right, Kevin? Respect. Respect. He said, like, I was with you when your son was born. We cried at the hospital together. And who told you to be there? Yeah, that is, that, that's why like, he might be. I would have took a crack. swipe. I might have took yeah, a swipe. Yeah, I could have taken a swipe. And what did Rory say? I can't remember off hand, but I know there was just. I might have finished that. He kind of just sat there looking down and dumbfounded, to be that's honest. Sick. He probably knew, and that's when Rory knew Joe fucked up. He probably was done after that. Well, wasn't that Paul like 45 minutes? No, yeah, it, was it was long. Like, was like two hours. hours. Oh, okay. Maybe the one after that. Because I heard clips today where Joe said that pub was like 45 minutes long and they got out of there. Right. It was like an hour and 30. I don't know. It was very short compared to the right, record. I got the, um, what was going on? So what happened was, when Joe spoke about on the pod, Rory wanted to know what the ownership was just when the Spotify deal came up. Joe told him no. So Rory wanted to know, how why can't they get paid from YouTube? Joe and, and told him no. And then Joe is now mad that he's, you know, um, asking a nigga for wanting the title of the basic of the business. He wants to know what's going on with this with this business that we're running, and you know what's our deals and what's our splits. Right. So, um, Joe, <laughs> what's it called? Um, told him he is Rory is not allowed to ask questions about the pod because Joe has the final say in everything anyway. So Rory tried to audit the pod from the government, and that's why Joe removed him from the group. Mm, he says he's in. Um... He's doing something with his contract. He's in void of his he contract. Breach of his contract. Breach. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Man, Man, Joe, Joe, Kai, continue to say what Joe yeah, well, said. Joe Budden has some fucking nerve, you know, honestly. And what he told more, this business, this it's podcast is none of your business. business. <laughs> just pointless. Talking to his face, yo. See, I couldn't have been on there because I would have been going off. Right. Yeah, I don't know how I go off on the pod sometimes. It would have been, yeah. it would have been off. <laughs> I feel like I would have been going off as well, Brent. I would have been like, hold on, what the fuck do you mean, nigga? We used to live, ne- we used to live together. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I feel like Maul was being very quiet and distant because he was like, I'm fucking done with this nigga right now. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like he lost all respect for Joe. And like the rest of the pod that I watched, he really didn't speak too much. He was kind of just not really even Shit. commenting. Like, I think he was like, after I leave this place, I'm done with that nigga. Mm. And Joe had said he had not talked to either Rory or Maul since the last podcast they did together. Didn't even wish Rory a happy birthday. Mm. Oh, my God. And so, he pretty much called Rory Maul overpaid bozos. Mm. And, um, Bozo? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, this is the same nigga that cried on national television because of Diddy. Well, they lost soul losing their splits. This is the same nigga that goes mm-hmm. all on and on about how Lil should have known what's in his contract. How do you not know your splits? When then he also destroyed Megan Stein for not being aware of her contract this year. And, and fucking all in all, he wasn't letting his people get on, understand their contracts. Because he was trying to be the master manipulator. That's Wow. That's almost like some demon evil stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, That's like the way shit. that he preached all that. Mm-hmm. But, like I said before, to play devil's advocate, not even like coming from Joe's opinion, worry them all, you fucked up four years ago for letting this nigga do all this and you're not caring. Agreed. You fucked up when you signed that Spotify deal and not caring. Mm-hmm. And you fucked up when you got out of the Spotify deal and not caring. Mm-hmm. You should have been knowing this from the front, but that's what isn't that the issue no is because Joe know. just knows more business than them because he always talks about how it took especially on that podcast yeah. it took him a long time to learn how to do good business and I think what he was trying to say by saying that he was basically saying 
y'all didn't do good business, and this is why. Y'all fucked up, not me. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to worry. It's a shame, because what I think well, they did is... is they trusted their friend, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, Joe claims he knows all about the business. Mm-hmm. This is my friend. Me. He's going to take care guy. of us. He's fighting for us, for the little people. That he to, always to, screamed. Right, to get our own, our splits and all the shit. So he got our back, and Joe all along was doing the complete opposite on the back end. Because in all honesty, I probably, like, and I'm saying all this shit, knowing I damn, I damn well probably could have been in the same situation. If mm. Britt or Kai came with an idea, like, let's do this, y'all. We're going to do this. Like, we're going to do this together. And then, like, I totally go, like, well, hey, Britt, Kai is doing this. They're in charge. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to lead up to them. They, they got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, they, I totally forget myself being screwed because I don't yeah. know anything. Well, I mean, like, being screwed that's is one thing. Yeah, like, that just goes against everything he said, though, about mm-hmm. splits. Mm-hmm. How they need to see stuff up front and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah, um, it just seemed like Joe is just a fucking... This is why socialism can't work. Uh, like, I'm a big fan of socialism, okay? <laughs> but socialism will never work in reality because... People were like, I'm Joe. Joe is the lower class who begs to be brought up and be put on an equal playing field. And as soon as he's brought up, he forgets how he got there. Mm. It's just kind of like, like without like you know all these funny moments of with Rory and Maul, the Joe Budden podcast would not be the Joe Budden podcast it is today. People can say it was worse when you know for them with them for a while, but at the same time, you don't you know shit the bed that you you know you just lay in. It's just weird. Mm. But some people, like, like you just said, though, for months people were talking about how horrible the pod's been, how awful. And then Isha Nice mm. come in, and then everyone loves them. Mm. And now that they're broken up, everyone talks about how great the pod was. For like, the, for like the past seven months, people hated the podcast. I feel like, damn, you know what I'm talking about? Because every I week it was some type of meme oh, joke. Yeah. The pod's doing terrible right now, and mm. we were report on it. Mm. Oh, All right, right, because it was whole th- Reddit threads about. Yeah, that. we were, mm. everyone like during the Spotify deal. Yeah, yeah. everyone talked how terrible and awful it was. I always found those podcasts hilarious. I listen to every episode, at least for the Spotify run. I would always be cracking up and having a good time. Of course, some episodes are funnier than others, but, you know, I don't think it's that, personally. Well, I say cue up the hives, because I hate to say I told you so, all right. Look, I have been dancing on their grave. I have been on act level of excited, piss on their grave, pull out the Kanye and the Travis Scott puss on their grave, because fuck them. I mean, well, and, and I really don't have too much hate and anger towards Maul and Rory, but I'm just glad Joe Budden's being exposed again for the true manipulator, the master manipulator, the absolute liar, the terrible person he is. And I have some other things that I've been saying about him that I would love to say on this plug, but it might be going a little too far. So um, about what he would do with babies and... Okay, but anyway, um, I'm not going to go there because that's another level, but... Joe Budden's getting what he deserves, and this devil's showing his face, and it's seen, everybody's seeing it, okay? And I just feel really good, allegedly, and I feel really good to be right. I said it, me and my homeboy Charlemagne. I just wish that I knew that brother because I just know 
that he and I are on the same level right now, even though he's trying to take the high road and not talk about it and be the good fella. I hope on the brilliant idiots he lets it all out. I know Schultz will. I know Schultz got some bars ready. I just believe in my gut, and it's going to be fun to hear. But, um, yeah, fuck him, fuck this pod. I, you know, I know he's still going to do well. I know Ish and Ice are going to come. All the listeners are going to come back, and it's probably going to be very well, and they'll keep going. But I'm just glad for this one moment, Scotty Beam got to come out and throw a few shots, and a few others have come out and been like, look, this is the nigga we've been trying to tell you he is for past weeks. He fucked up the state of the culture deal, just fucks up business all over the place, and then leaves this wake of destruction in the end. And I just want to say what the sick part is, is... This is going to be his storyline in like five years about how he was going through a manic episode or he was high again. And this is going to be his (laughs) storyline. Like, I lost everything. I lost fucking everything. My best friend. I can hear him now. I was addicted to oxycodone. (laughs) I can just hear it. He would turn it into a Mm storyline. So if I'm right, oh, I hope so. Yeah, he's very good at that. You know, making everybody feel bad. And he's a good speaker. Very captivating. And you'll want to listen. You know, I listened to the first 20 minutes, the free first 20 minutes of the clip on Apple Music. You know, Apple Podcasts, I mean. And, you know, I was like, wow, really get into the story. Like, I see how this shit goes. Even though I hate to hear the sound of the nigga's voice. But I was still listening to the story. Oh, and Ian and... and Parks. Parks just right there sucking them off both sides, licking balls and dick. Like, this is just gross. Just gross, those guys. You know, supposedly Rory and Maul's friend as well. Maybe not Ian. I don't know him like that. But Parks was on the pod with him for so long. Just totally right with Joe, backstabbing him and just talking dirty about him. It was just a very nasty thing to, to play, listen to. To play devil's advocate, I think the whole reason why Parks and were so upset because when Joe, he's going on the whole... I have people whose need who are provided, whose families are provided for by this podcast. I pay some of these people's bills and stuff like that. Where, yeah, if Rory and them don't make up the podcast and they have actual careers to fall back on, mm-hmm. versus what's it called? Parts of them. This is probably the best money they ever want to get. The recording in his house mm-hmm. using his production. Mm-hmm. He's probably getting all of his what he can out of them. Why not Parks need to mix another Joe Budden album then and get some money? You know what but I'm it's just like they when I think I can only see them getting angry though, like like this because when they left was because like all of their money stops and mm-hmm. you essentially screw over and Joe. That's like that. That was I get like that's the one thing I do agree with Joe Budden with the crux of the argument like. Mm-hmm. You screwed over everybody when y'all decided not to show up. When you both decided not to show up. Yeah. I well, don't I can see why yeah. someone like Parks would be upset. I see why you said but I, yeah, I'm okay. I don't agree. Kai, you can go. You care way more about money than your friendship? Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I get that this is Parks. Like, but also, fun fact, Parks doesn't get paid extra for them using his studio nor his equipment. Did y'all know that? Mm-mm. That's... Sick. And he wouldn't be able to swing about him like, well, you don't know the situation and I don't mind it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. They're, they're acting like... Huh? So he let me get the whole thing off and not correct me? <laughs> Sorry. That's sick. Is it going, My eyes. Um, they're acting like... They, they're they're acting like they're Cousins Night Podcast or something. They're acting like they just regular <laughs> niggas sitting around talking... Like, of course, I'm not going to be charging niggas because we record on my laptop. But Parks, you should. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I'm just like, 
That I, I can't understand why Parks is not getting paid because we use his they use his equipment. He's just a big goof at this point. He's in the same deal as Rory and Ma. Oh, that's my friend, and Joe's taking but care like, of me. We've been buddies. Y'all forever. ain't on the friend level pod. This is a friend level pod. <laughs> And let Parks start acting crazy, and then Joe will be going off on him as well. And you're this part is none of your business, Parks. I'll leave your house now. You I'm know. a rapper. I can get to any studio I want. <laughs> yeah, it's they say it's pride before the fall. So if Joe really may be hurting with this, at the end of this pod, y'all. I just want to say it's me, me the, through the Mixy Boys. I will see you at the crossroads. It's sad though, y'all. I'm really sad. I mean, I stopped listening to the pod a while ago, but. I really enjoyed Joe Button Pod. When they had good chemistry, they had good chemistry. Like, I'm thinking around like 200 episode days. They had great chemistry, and it's really sad. Like, I'm sad to see it go off, and I'm sad to see it go off this way. I would have rather it have been like, y'all, things are changing in our lives. We ain't got time for this no more. Rather than big fallout, fuck these guys, or whatever he said to them. That is really bad, because I remember the good days. That, yeah, Ken, that's when, back when I was listening, actually. And yeah, it was a good product, you know, back then. I don't know how it sounded towards the end. I heard all the rumors. But, um, you know, I don't know. That, that's probably how it will end as well. Overall, though. This part. That's probably how this part will end as so, well. Jeez, Britain. So, Damn! <laughs> will you be listening? Be don't fun. be sure. I know, dark. Fun, fun jokes. I'll be yo. listening, Ariel. You will? I enjoyed this, you're nice. Okay, and you will be listening to that? I will not. Now, this is just I have decided to ride with the Mixie Boys. Whenever they do, because allegedly Joe was saying Roy can't start another, him and Roy can't start another pod for a year. But Mm. people are bringing up, since he actually fired Roy, that means he's done, you know, longer in each of that contract. So Roy Um, and Maul could technically start a pod together if they really wanted to, as people were assuming. And then they think that's why he's trying to put it off the air. And Rory did the right thing by bringing his lawyers to speak to Joe's lawyers. Why wouldn't he? Like, if exactly. you feel like you're being cheated and now it's time to say, all right, fuck you, you're not going to help me. And for Joe to be like, it's business. If you want to handle it like business, then handle it like business. And fucking Rory literally handles it like business by getting a lawyer and you try to punk him for that. Mm-hmm. That's some bull right there, man. That's bull. Because it's, it's literally like I was saying, he put him in one of those shitty rap deals he probably got when he was younger and that's why he kept talking about the you guys have to learn business I had to fail and people tell me so what and laugh at me because I'm pretty sure he's trying to do this to them in some type this of spiteful this nigga way. literally yeah. caught himself hove two weeks ago mm. yes I don't think a Rory and Maul pod will work though Kaylin to that, that sounds very dry <laughs> yeah I think oh, it'll be oh, so, so, so really? what did you do last week you know in LA. I would definitely listen to a Rory pod. <laughs> I have no interest in listening to a Maul pod. <laughs> I like hearing Maul's takes because he got some toxic and misogynist takes. Oh and it's like, really, Maul? But hearing that as my full content, no. I do. So I would listen to Rory. He knows good music and stuff. He'd be having the hot takes. And like when Rory is in his bag, he can talk. He really is like smart he and making. <laughs> he always just trying to say like Rory and Maul are just um, Joe's yes men, but like Rory do be having his own mind sometimes. So anyway, I think a Rory and Maul would be fun if they get a third chair or a bunch of guests. I think it could be fun. Personally. No, I don't think Maul. I don't think Maul would do it again. No, I think he would. I think Maul was just like this. I was a member of the Joe Button Podcast. And now it's over. I'm not. I don't need to do no part no more. Nah, it's too easy of a check though, y'all. I just it could is. imagine 
if we was doing this, getting paid two thousand an episode. I know it ain't a lot to them, I'm sure, but just for us yeah. sitting at this damn chair, getting two thousand to talk about pop culture. <laughs> no, I would do come it. On, too easy of a check to give us. Like <laughs> yeah, Mama always act right. Kind of support yeah. me. No, People right. always be like, like this. I don't do this for the money. Mm-hmm. I do it because I love the part. I think yeah. that's. I hate to say it, but. That's that type of thinking that got them in trouble. When Joe's denying taking twenty million from Spotify allegedly, this is what Shamal should have been talking about. What? Does that make sense together? <laughs> no. <laughs> taking twenty million from Spotify? Yeah. Yeah, he turned the deal down, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's really when shit was going off. Like, that's the and when it started. See, like, if they had oh, known about that wait type a of shit, they were mad that he turned down a second Spotify deal. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. they like that. Joe money didn't want to tell him about it, so mm-hmm. if anything. Joe, I'm guessing Joe might have told him I have truth on it and think thinking about it. Joe's like, don't worry, I got something better. Mm-hmm. And then nothing better came. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Roy <laughs> told him, let's put ads on your YouTube videos. Joe goes, no, I don't want people to have ads. So and Joe, Roy's like, something adding up. Yeah, like, okay, then what's going on yeah. here at this point? Yo, I never knew this backstory. I, I, I read this. <laughs> no, but I know you read like he yelled at Rory. Rory was gonna fight. I don't remember hearing that like the real reason was behind him turning down a Spotify deal. No, like that's part of me saying like Rory was upset with him for not taking these big deals. Mm. And Joe saying, "Well, no, just trust, trust me on it." Yo, you- I don't mean no harm. This is kind of giving manic episode. From Joe? Ariel, what you think? Mm. Yes. Like him being like, no, I'm going to turn down these million dollar deals because I have a better plan. Like, mm. I know what to do to get us out. Um, yeah. But I'm going to say it, but he's been and like, willing to lose your friends and cuss them out. He's been like that, though. And his personal, it's like love life and everything, too. And everyday struggle. That's just what his personality is, I think. I don't know if it's like him having a. Blowing up He's a Virgo. Yeah. He, mm. he would. Always talk about, um, oh yeah, all these deals are on the table, the bar school deal, the, all these deals you would name, and you know, no, I know, I don't want them, no, and for whatever reasons, and I'm sure Rory was over there grinding his teeth, like, nigga, these deals are good, sign this deal, and I want these fucking deals, mm-hmm. I would have said yes to multiple deals, but... <laughs> Joe claimed he had better. And then after a while, it's like what I was saying. Like, when is the better coming, nigga? You claim you're so good at business when he was down talking to the black effect and everything. And now it's just very embarrassed. No one's joining the fucking Joe Button channel, but the Joe Button think... Network. It's a joke. Hold on, coming to the mic. But do you think him doing the whole, what is that place called again? Patreon mm-hmm. deal mm-hmm. was his move of like, this is the deal that I was talking about. Yeah. I thought that would have worked, actually, but I guess it was not an, as many zeros as Rory and Maul thought they would have get would have got with oh, Spotify also, or Barstool. I want to remind something. y'all. Mm-hmm. They said it wasn't about money. React. Lies. I've been said that. It's Rory always about money. <laughs> always. But y'all think Maul, Mr. Cool Guy would lie? Yes. Yeah. No, I I don't think Maul probably knew, but I'm pretty sure Rory on his own, what's it called, got them audited. But that is kind of great. I think, I think Maul probably you to the IRS. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. What, 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 I'm trying to. I said it's pretty grimy to be reported to like in Joe's perspective. This nigga, this nigga See, reported you to the IRS. What's all, so y'all found out all this information because y'all watched the whole episode. 
Kai I'm just up. read it. What? I just read it on my phone like 30 minutes ago. Oh, wow. I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I didn't so. know that Roy reported him. Yes. Yeah, they had them audited by the IRS. That's why he fired him? He, he got them audited by the IRS in order to... Check out the money in oh, the podcast. That that's what I'm saying. I don't think you said that, Kai. I did. They heard me. Yeah. And that's why he was in breach of his contract. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much that's what I'm saying. Um... I think I think it makes sense if you if I'm in business with you and you're actively not telling me what you know what, what's going on in the finances when I ask for it. I ask you several times as a friend. Mm-hmm. I see you turn down deal the deal, and then I don't hear what I want. I like you say it's business handled like business. I'm going to handle it like business and get the IRS involved. At this point, I've tried everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I'm sorry, but you don't look like the cool guy. But in actuality, it makes all the sense of the world. If you're, tr- I need to see your fucking be over. But my it. thing is, yeah. what is Rory trying to do now? You've already been fucked, nigga. He's gonna be COVID mm. losing now. <laughs> like, there's nothing else you can do. You've already been fucked, so you just wanna see overall how much Joe made and just be pissed. Yeah. yeah. Just so he can say, like, oh, you lied to me about my intake or something, probably. And and that's when Rory can go and take that information. Over to the brilliant idiots. I was like, he's not. He would never you go there. Whatever, yeah, whatever part he would go to, not to join, but to talk about it. Like, look at this. But this is what this nigga was doing. He'll want to say nigga real bad, but this is what this <laughs> man Joe was doing. Getting this on. much money, getting this, doing that to us, getting these deals. Oh, this is what he turned down. Right, this tell all. You know, his no jumper interview is going to go nuts. Yeah, Rory's tell all, and it's going to go off. Yeah, the no jumper. That's exactly where he would go. You're right. But so. I really do not think that Rory would do it. I don't know. I'm just imagine so he, like the render of him, like unless it's, it's, clear, like, unless it's a clear thing to a verbally say you want to smoke with Joe Budden and b um, get a money ploy. Rory always act like he not with the glitz and glamour. He mm-hmm. he not he doesn't like being on the scene mm-hmm. stuff like that. But if he wants to throw Joe under the bus to screw him the way he embarrassed him, you go to the highest platform. I, 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 I just, I can't. But I'm saying more. that's against, what I'm saying is that's against who he is. Yeah, but if you want to get a real, if he wants to get a blow, he would do it. I just can't see I'm Rory, not sure if Rory going to with the Black Effect or um, really any podcast that runs Spill TV. No, I, no, I just yeah, can't I see, don't it. see that. I right, he's too yeah. undercover. But I'm no honest. jumper, like Kevin said, or something I, I don't like that. They hate no jumper. They roasted no jumper. Joe did everything. No, Joe loves them. He was just saying. But I thought you used, used to like talk. He about spoke with Adam, and he said it was two geniuses, two genius masterminds. Okay, is what he said on the pod today. Like okay. Yes. But yeah. The yeah. corniest fucking he shit. On the pod today. This nigga fucks porn yeah. stars and interviews SoundCloud yeah. rappers. He said oh. that he was talking to Adam Twenty Two, and it was just two masterminds talking about business or something. He said, and I was. He's like, high as fuck. I was. Like, I this listen, is crazy. I'm a double down on it. I feel like in six months we gonna find out that he was high and mm. he relapsed. Mm. Jesus, mm. I'm just saying all of these bridges are burning. Him talking about two geniuses—that's how Kanye. <laughs> I just think he's up his own ass. <laughs> I think Joe just thinks he changed the world. That's all. No. He thinks his little network on YouTube, which has like a maybe a his impact. He thinks he's Joe Rogan. He just got his name confused. That's my opinion. Oh, but man. all right. Well, on to the next one. Gas is sold out. Gas is sold out. So, right now, there is a gas shortage in America right now. And what is America, What is the first thing Americans do when they hear something is going low on stock? Buy it in excess. Mm-hmm. We've seen people filling up cars. We've seen people, well, mile-line cars. 
You then seen people feeling it in like 30 to call different gas tanks, these little mini gas tanks. I watched a woman fill it in like a, a what's it, a Marshall's bag. Mm-hmm. Like just ridiculous. Spilling out the holes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do people, one thing, do people not realize that gas goes bad after a while? Mm-hmm. You can't use gas for like five months. <laughs> Two, what's it can't called? Can't freeze it? Yeah. Frozen gas. Can you freeze gas? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Also, the reason why there is a mass gas shortage is because there was a cyber attack on whatever pipeline that controls the controls the gas to major cities. I don't know how many states are affected, but there was a cyber attack on the hotline on the pipeline. So how do y'all feel about that? That Cyber guys can just uh, cyber attack the fucking gas and stop up the gas. I thought it's kind of scary. I know it hasn't been proved or nothing, but the other thing has something to do with like what's going on in Palestine and America backing. Not at all, Prince. You don't think so? I don't know. No. Oh, okay. But, well, that crossed my mind because America backing Jerusalem and all the oils over in that area and Palestine, somebody being like, I can see where you up. got the parallel, the, the idea from. But yeah. no, it's it not could the same. be. It could be. Uh, it doesn't sound wrong. What? No. Okay, anyway. Well, who do y'all think it is then? What you I can just that? be regular hanger groups. <laughs> I don't my know. theory is the this. issue with Palestine, like 60 years old, Britt. America has been pushing. I know that. Cyber, cyber, cyber for the last 10 years or whatever. What does that mean? Like, work in cybersecurity, learn coding. Cybersecurity mm-hmm. is the new wave. Everybody been saying that. You want a good job, you need to learn cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Now these cyber niggas are getting their rocks off so much. They're getting so smart, <laughs> and they're learning coding and stuff so good that they can break into the fucking government. They do that all the time. But I'm saying... That's how, no, like, that's how actual people who work for, like, hacking, hacking for the government... That's how they get their job. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, but this is, like, this is a normal thing. I don't think it's that, but that's not my point. My point is America has been pushing these jobs, and now it's turned its back on them. That's my point. Oh, sure. <laughs> but yeah. But also, in connection, there was another hacking in D.C. They were hacking us the police system and said they need $4 million. So there was two hacks going on. I don't know if they were related. How do y'all feel about that? Does that make you a little nervous? No. It shit happens all the time. PlayStation goes down from crazy hackers all the time. Yeah. But does it happen to that it affects the whole gas line? Yes. Have you heard it, Brent, before? Hackers shut down all of PlayStation's all network for literally six months. Like, that was a thing. But PlayStation Network compared to literal gas lines that are affecting people... Or affecting a police department, it's kind of different. No, one of the largest worldwide networks that power millions of consoles to play at a time went down. That's pretty big. I don't think that. Uh, Planets, but well, a planet is basically a government within that system. A whole planet. Think about this: it can hit every country in the world with millions of people on it at the same time, and a majority of them are playing online. But I'm saying this is different because this is like. Oh, everybody with an Apple iPhone got hacked. Everybody purchased Apple iPhones. It's easy for it to get hacked. I'm talking about the government, but my argument is that's a little bit steeper than just, oh, our consoles got broken. Oh, sure, but that's what I said earlier. It's, it's happened before. It happens all the time. Okay. I, 
when's the last time the government was hacked? No, I'm talking about when people hack into these type of things. Well, I know they did that to release certain police data files during one of the. I'm going to mess up the shooting, so I don't want to say it. I'll pull it up. But what's it called? Yeah, during one of those trials, they released the police records and docs, the actual officers where they lived, things like that. Like, I can't speak to... Well, then I don't know what I'm trying to say then. Okay. Anybody else want to talk about the hacks? Well, so... Y'all saying pretty much that there is no gas shortage. It's just that people going off and buying no, up all the They're gas. They're saying it's a gas no, shortage. No, Kevin's saying these attacks act, happen think, every day, B. That's right. Yeah, I'm saying the right. gas attacks and like have nothing to do with Ethereum Palestine and, and the gas prices. None of this is connected. Right, but I'm saying, so is the gas really short or is it because everybody's it, buying it? It's short. Hard? So it's, it's like this. Anytime there's some stuff that's so fucks then it's up. it's not a hack. It's the truth then if it's really. No, no it's really Kayla was talking about. These two, so look, there, there's oh. three incidents that Kayla was just talking about. So mm. they had the gas shortages, right? Which is mm. one thing. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish it. Okay, so gas, gas shortage is one thing. Mm. The cyber attacks, which is another thing. You mm. brought up Israel and Palestine. And what I'm saying is, things. no, mm. Kevin's wrong. What the first one is, there is a gas shortage because of a cyber attack. Right, that's, that's what, what, what I'm trying to say. Wondering. And it, so when you say, is the gas so really it's short, short? My no. answer is yes. Okay, yes. But it's short because people were going out and buying it all. No, they're it's making short it worse because by going it out was and buying a, it all. a cyber attack. Oh. They're saying, we're not going to let you get gas anymore mm. until you give us $4 million. Okay. That's why I had okay. this whole debate with Kevin because I'm like I don't see that a lot in the media that somebody is holding off something that precious to a whole society now I didn't know to give us 4 million part I wouldn't brought up Palestine now, now the 4 million is with another attack that's happening in D.C. on oh. the police she said where those are related that's why I said I'm just trying to say like how do y'all feel about two major things that could affect societies mm-hmm. being under attack that's all I'm saying and like yeah I was just saying like I hadn't heard about something like this that big in a while. But anyway, I really hope that the attack gets knocked, um, knocked off and they play <laughs> or they hack them back. Because I really, like, if we really can't get gas for a while, oh yeah, it can get scary oh, yeah. again. Like, Crazy. just like how it was when there was no toilet paper. Mm. And then with the gas, you can't even go to work. It's going to be mm-hmm. fine because they're just fear-mongering that stuff, in my opinion. The same way so how really we were able to buy, like, Toilet paper, literally, how people were freaking out and buying this stuff. Sometimes, this is a weird conspiracy. Sometimes I just feel like we had these big crazy events that happen, so we buy a bunch of shit and we, and then we, it comes back to normal. So I really don't think gas is going to be that is, bad. You do not believe that there is really a cyber attack. I believe there was a cyber attack, but I also think people are blowing it out of proportion. Okay, fair. That's what I'm saying. Same. How, what are you looking for? Anything sweet. There's, there's some chocolate ice cream in there. On the left. Oh, okay. Alright, so next and you're I going to jail. Period. Period. Yes, it's Kaylin's favorite segment of the pod. We got some people going to jail. Tell us, Kevin. Alright, Jack Harlow, his up. DJ, Ronnie Luciano, has been charged for fatally shooting a person in a mm. Kentucky nightclub. Mm. And the most bizarre headline I saw this week, I was like, whoa. Kentucky again. Kentucky Derby, Kentucky mm. nightclub. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Portia Williams, why is she going to jail? Portia is going to jail. I'm going to make this as quick as I can. So, Brent, I want you to listen. Mm-hmm. So, Real Housewives of Atlanta, everybody Portia. pay attention because mm-hmm. I would like everybody's opinion. There was a OG who's been on the show season after season. Her name mm-hmm. is Portia Williams. That's mm-hmm. the blonde one? No. She has, I don't know. You think you need Yes, no. 
This is the big girl, I mean, big butt. So then there's Fallon. She's a newbie on the show, not there a lot. She's new. This is cool. her first season. Yes. And she Larry just came down the steps. It was on the bread. Yeah, it's real dusty. All right. Anyway. So Portia's the um veteran. Fallon was a new girl on the season, okay? Fallon um was like critiqued by another um housewife named Toya. Because Toya was like, Fallon, you, what, 30-something years old? Your husband is 60? Mm. She's like, um, mm. you're a gold digger. She was like, I can see you're a kept woman. Mm. And Fallon was showing off her house, big, bad, beautiful house. Mm-hmm. Her African husband comes down the steps, and he's the, the millionaire, multi-millionaire. Oh, 60. 60, like mm. my mom's age. And she's like mm-hmm. prom fresh like Ariel in her early 30s. Mm-hmm. So it was a whole thing with <laughs> Latoya, like, you're a kept woman. You can't do anything by yourself. Okay. Catwoman. Cats. Oh. So there was an episode where Portia goes to Fallon's house. Mm. They talk about BLM. Like they kind of connect. Mm-hmm. There's another episode when Portia goes to Fallon's house for Halloween. They had a Halloween party there. Mm-hmm. So um, next thing you know, the reunion airs. The the last episode of reunion. Mm-hmm. And a couple days later, it was Mother's Day. And Portia was photographed with Fallon's husband, the 60-year-old, mm. hugged up. Mm. And then on her other side, her baby father, who we knew her on the show to be with. Okay. So, like, so they just one brothers, happy two family. Yes. Polyamorous? But listen, they like, hmm, Portia's a little bit too touchy-feely on Fallon's husband. And mm. was Fallon there? Everybody trying to say, like, why was she hugging up on somebody's husband like that? Mm-hmm. Y'all, she's engaged to the man already. To the old man. Portia, yes. yes. Mm. What are y'all thoughts on that? She just, she, we literally just saw her wrap up the show, and all we know is this is Fallon's husband. Fallon was married to the old man. Yes. Some, a girl on the past season, she Mm. took her husband. Yes, and they were. Fallon took. Yes, and Portia was coming to Fallon's Fallon's house. Portia Mm. took Fallon's husband. Portia's single. She also was one of the girls who they said fuck Bolo. Mm. So obviously, she got a track record now. Mm. But. How does that sound to y'all? She was only, Fallon was only on the show and she only had a storyline because they said she was a cat woman by her old husband. <laughs> only for a couple months later, it's to come out that that Portia done stole the husband? Mm. Damn. React. That is a sick nigga. Certified lover girl. I think both. Certified of, lover boy, too. Yes. Certified lover, lover, lover senior citizen. And once, I'm going to show you the pictures of yes. him. Mm. Versus both of the women, mm. it's sick. How yes. much money can buy? That's all I have to say. Oh, yeah. Yes, for money, and, not, bitch and, and listen, just to give y'all some history, I told y'all she was in the picture with her baby father as well. Her baby father has been her romantic storyline for the last couple of seasons. Mm. All we knew was Dennis. That's why people were like, "Why is she hugged up with um, Fallon's husband and Dennis right there?" Mm. Whole time she done kicked him to the curb, and then now is engaged to the African. And he brought her a similar ring that he did his wife. Damn. This is, this is some grimy this stuff. This is Fallon, mm. the, the previous wife. Mm-hmm. This is Portia, the current wife. Bad, bad, bad. And bad, bad, bad. Okay, I'm so I saw that picture on Twitter, and I did not know what that meant. Yes. This is this got blown up. They were talking on Twitter, YouTube. People are doing reactions. Mm-hmm. It was bad. 
Pictures of Bush her at Fallon's house. Yes. Right. And How was we in her buddy? house on the show. Yes. Fallon and I are not friends, <laughs> and we just want to, you know, live our life. Love wins. Wow. This nigga just got divorced in January, Damn. and now you're getting engaged in um, May. Yeah, he's living his best then life. Then another girl came out and said that she was the mistress, and mm. she was just with him in February, and he brought her a Porsche. He bought her a Porsche. How about that? Oh my god! Oh, he's just throwing the money around so to get whatever is, he wants. Now she could just be trying <laughs> to conjure up, you know, like something to be relevant. But um, but Porsche is bad, bad, bad. But y'all, mm-hmm. Porsche really Porsche. When you look at her and you look at him, you do not see a nice becoming couple. <laughs> oh no, not at becoming all. Becoming a power couple. <laughs> And it's like, we've just watched her her go through so much. Like, she was married on the show to Cordell Stewart, football player. Oh, okay. And he had her like a lap dog. Mm. She was just very, yes, yes, sir, whatever you want. Mm. She's famous for, if my husband wants me to cook his meals, I'm going to cook his meals. Crying. Mm. So, she was with him. Then, next thing you know, she (laughs) is single then next thing you know, she was with Dennis. Then, did she fuck Bolo? Survey says she probably did. And now she done stole the girl husband. This oh, is a lot. Okay. Yo, you don't got nothing that, to say? That is a lot. Thank you, God. Thank you. Very messy. So, okay. Portia, you're going the fuck to jail. Period. <laughs> All right. Lastly, it is Ohio. You're going to jail. Ohio is going to jail because the Ohio governor is putting everybody's name in a fucking lottery pot just for getting the fucking vaccine. Are you kidding? Mm. They had the chance to win $1 million just for getting the vaccine. He's going to jail because really? Is this how you pay people for just... Like, why are we paying people to, to it's a campaign do something to get more people vaccinated? Kaylin, I would have gotten my vaccine for this. Oh, yeah, I would have gotten three. And <laughs> secondly, <laughs> is that ethical? Because people are going to do it for the money when maybe they medically don't want to do it and spiritually. It's medically, personal, it's Kaylin, it's their medically, personal choice. It's the medically and spiritually, it's bullshit. So I'm they need to take their vaccine. Rising Leo, shut up. I'm just literally saying, I feel like that's kind of like pandering a little bit. Yes. It's if you got to get these dumb motherfuckers. You're, try, you're, you're trying to coerce them to do it. Yes. These but I guess give, uh, shots. on the contrary, one could say <laughs> this is their tax, tax dollars that they're competing for. Yeah. We all pay taxes. That's where the lottery comes well, from. Well, hey, you know what? If you want to reward people and give them an incentive to get a vaccine, do what you got to do. We do you have no time? Do you have no time? Did you become anti-vaccine? I just think it's corny time. Just corny. 
And uh-huh. you know, I I think there's better ways to do this. Maybe break that million down into a whole bunch of payments of ten thousand, so a whole lot of people can get paid. Yeah. You know what I'm but saying? I did break. Well, it's got to be I one person getting one million. We well, can bless a multitude. Yeah. yeah. Because some good. of these people yeah. are dumb, that's so that's you got to find a way to get them vaccinated. Because I'm okay. definitely okay. sure in Ohio, or I'm not getting vaccinated. Mm. Or mm. not getting that. I don't trust that shit, you know. But it'll probably still a lot of people do it for ten thousand if you got a chance to win it. Irish. <laughs> <laughs> the Canadian, Look, I said Irish. If I all I had to do get vaccinated to get women to win a million dollars, I'd do it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, that'd be fun mm-hmm. I get to live and I also might Any type of incentive for doing it is a, is in my opinion a good idea. Mm-hmm. Whether you get a free album or some shit like that. Free PS5s, mm-hmm. niggas would be lined up for... Incentives got me yes. to fucking do shit. I got registered to vote to download a mixtape, all right? My, my actually... I'm telling... This is the truth. My job is Big giving mental. out $100 to everybody who gets vaccinated fully. That's oh. just not fucking fair. Because I That's work crazy. in the same kind of job, job with Brent. Mm-hmm. And he gets it, but we don't in our department. Mm-hmm. Well, Brent, do very well. That good and faithful servant. Yeah. You might have... Again, just take the 100 bucks. <laughs> And again, uh, anyone who says, oh, I can't take it because of these reasons, shut up. Take you know vaccine. what? This could also be a good way to get herd immunity. Like, okay, That's we point. as a country need herd immunity. Give these niggas some lottery tickets. That's like, what I'm saying. That's probably a way. Like, <laughs> they're going to write that in the history do. books. Like, And then the government began to give checks for people to get, and they were oh. able to stop the curve. <laughs> the I'm telling books. you, that really could be. Oh, yeah, not a bad idea. All right. Kevin. All right. And then, now we are going to... Or do you want to hit it with the hammer tones? Um, yeah, but I was going to have to, to say one more thing about that. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say that this has been happening with research this whole time. Paying people for to do things experimentally or things that you don't really know exactly what's going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're blind to it, mm-hmm. to some things. Paying them for their contribution to health. So, this is nothing really new, paying people to get a vaccine or, or, or do this. It's just it's just different, a little different. But mm-hmm. you're not willingly signing up for a study either. What is the negative to, for this for you? Nothing is negative. negative. I'm just saying they're kind of like, what I'm saying is, what is, is it bad if people they're... feel that they could get a million dollars, it's kind of like forcing them to get it, even if they spiritually don't want to do it. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, fuck it. Basically, they're saying, like... I thought anti-vaxxers could be coerced not to be. Fuck anti-vaxxers. That's kind of the... Damn. That's kind of the... Uh, you the feel goal. bad, please? Mm-hmm. But I I get what you're saying. I'm just, I'm just giving you... Is it wrong to mislead someone dumb enough to not to do the right thing? That's like, is it wrong to coerce a guy to wear a seatbelt? Because, like, in research, we can't say, we're going to give you... Or we're going to give you this weird thing that could give you um, a bad, you know, side effect or whatever, a terrible disease for a thousand dollars. You can't say that because, especially when you're recruiting from a certain low income neighborhood, they're going to all take that money and just do it. They're going to be coerced to do it. You, and you understand exactly what I'm yeah. saying. Though. Coercion is a thing monetarily. You have to make it like, the you have army to make does it a little bit reasonable. Mm-hmm. More no. reasonable amount. The I'm army saying, does this every day with Camaros, guys. I'm not Come saying on. the government is doing wrong. I'm just trying to explain what Kayla is saying. I know, I get it, but the argument still, like, uh, uh, to me, just doesn't make sense. No, like, but that's a good example because Ariel's should... saying, like, if you do it in a low income neighborhood, everybody's going to do it even if they really don't want to. But you're saying, regardless if they want to or not, this is good. Like, it's good for society. But on We're the contrary, about personal choice wise. Somebody could say, 
well, I really didn't want to get the vaccine because um, what if I get melanoma in a couple years? You know what I'm saying? But if they say you could get a million dollars, you take that vaccine and you do develop whatever the side effect is 10 years from See, now. Like, even if that, that personal thing, what you do personally can affect other people with this virus. So I feel like that's nothing void. You can choose not to get the virus, the vaccine, but if you get it and then you unwillingly call, give it to other people, you can mess up other people because of your own selfishness. So you also have to that consider that. That is far that. worse. I don't think that's far worse. If you got, if my mother if you get in a car wreck, if, else, if, I'm you forever, forever. if you drive drunk and crash into a car, you hurt yourself. But what's it called? If you drive drunk, you would think you're not, the only. You, I'm sorry, you cannot only just hurt yourself. You can crash into somebody else. You can kill them. Right. You can hurt other people, which is a problem. Okay. So you get what I'm saying, like. Well, some people are like, well, if it only affects me, does it doesn't matter. What happens if you affect other people, though? That's what I'm trying to say. That's just a different point than what I was trying to make. But Dang. speaking of COVID-19, guys, we are now transitioning to... It's time for sick and shutting. This is not what I do. I know, I'm sorry. No, I was like, <laughs> I told you that. You I just made up a song. I told you that this was this week of the essence. There's a reason. Let's just keep All right, back. but it's time for the sick. We have too many things we wouldn't ask. No, we're already in the sick and shutting. Yeah. Sick and shutting. Sick and shutting. It's time for the sick and shutting. Hey, listeners, I'm sorry. We're not taking it serious. I want you to know. Like, we're not really trying to sing, okay? You're trying very, very hard, y'all. Just joking. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another time, another episode of Sick and Shut In, because we all know everybody in this world is not doing well. Some people's really struggling. Some people really need help. So depending on some people's situation, they might need to be prayed for. And depending on other people's ailment, they might need to be laughed at. But depending on what's going on in other people's life, they might need to be rebuked. Rebuked. So let's see who's on the list this week. We're going to start it off. Chris Brown, who's a sick and shutting Hall of Famer right now. Been on multiple times. But he's sick and shutting this week. He's being rebuked because he celebrated a birthday on Cinco de Mayo this past Tuesday, I think it was, or whatever day it was. Uh, he had a birthday and at his home in L.A. or Florida. It's right, L.A. He had a party at his own motherfucking house. And Kai, in the middle of a pen panorama. Mm-hmm. How many people do you think was at this damn party? Let's 200. Say 350. 350? Yeah. In his house? Inside his house? No. Yeah. Maybe 50. Okay, 50. 200, I say. Two, 200? You want to get in the bed? I say 75. 75? Kevin say 600. Kevin, can I get in front of it? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> how, how much? I say 600. That's 600, alright. Well... Um, we'll say ding, 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 Kevin wins. He's the winner. No. 600? Between four to 500 people Damn. attended a party at Chris Brown's house in the middle of the panorama. No. 350 cars over were parked, jamming up the streets in this residential neighborhood, oh parked anywhere you God. could find a space. 500 people, they said. But he doesn't live in a gated community? Like, no. Right. No, he what? doesn't. It's still a very big, beautiful, nice house. You remember people broke in this house before. Yeah, why not? And he's having 500 people here in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. Party was going on until 2 a.m. Police were called, of course. Yeah. You know, because of the pandemic and because it's reaching late into the midnight hours. I'm sure the music was blaring. 
He's just being rebuked. It's just fucking ridiculous. Yes, the world's opening back up. Yes, things are getting better. Yes, people are getting vaccinated. But we're not quite there yet, Chris Brown. You have not been given the okay to have 500-some-odd people at your house for a fucking birthday. And And please, can I just reiterate? Mm -hmm. Reiterate. People, this shit is not over. I'm tired of fucking people saying it's going away. It's going away. Look, literally look at any other country and people are still getting fucked up by this virus. Please take this shit seriously. I'm tired of y'all. And we know there was not niggas at the front door making sure these people was vaccinated. They got forehead scanning people. Before they got in. Yes, and they were not checking temperatures and all that type of shit. So, not even effective. Chris Brown, you're once again on a second shot and you're being rebuked. This is just fucking ridiculous. You're moving way too damn fast. Okay. Hopefully you're dumbass and your family don't get sick from this bullshit. You got kids in the house? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Are you still on Chris Brown? Because I got something else to say while he's being rebuked. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a girl who's going viral on TikTok oh, yeah. because she said she went to a certain R&B singer's house mm-hmm. and all of her girls were looking really beautiful that night and they were excited to go to this R&B singer's house mm-hmm. and the R&B singer walks up to the door and was letting people in and said, you can come in, you can come in, you can come in, but you can't. No darkies. Oh, not again. And this is the second time we're hearing it. And then that Unless we, that the same into, girl. They also led into multiple stories of girls coming out and saying, About when Chris? they came to them in nightclubs and stuff like that, he would pick their friends to be in his booth. And then no darkies. Is yeah, I've heard that multiple times. About no darkies is fucking wild, y'all. Yeah, Disgusting. Wild. No, and you think... I was going to say, it was the first girl who was light-skinned, and then the other three, I think, were dark-skinned. Okay, I so, but So that means he kicked out three dark-skinned girls. Well, I thought for the girl who was on TikTok, she just said it was herself. Oh, I thought it was a, a couple of her friends, but well, maybe thing not. Is, and then it was multiple videos, so you might be thinking of two different ones. Uh, okay. And the friends yeah. really went in. They're not your friends. They're right, they're not they your did. friends. Your they're friends not. is hoes. If you're leaving your friend to get fucked by Chris Actually, Brown, the fact too. that we all say, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> if you're dropping off, if you if you're with your friends and you're supposed to be having a night out, and just so y'all can fucking chill and be up on the Chris Brown, you gonna leave your friend outside of the door mm-hmm. and tell her Uber back home? Damn. You go home. I'm sorry. Your friends are hoes at that point. This is disgusting. Your friends are hoes is sick. Didn't he say something about hair too? He likes straight hair or something stupid in the oh song, God. I remember. Yeah. yeah, that happened as well. Chris Brown, fuck oh, you. You yeah. are cans well, I'm canceling you. I already don't listen to your music no more because of how you fucked up so much yes. in your life in in past shit you've done. But this is just That's piling much. on. He lied and said he learned his lesson after the hair thing. And I think after the mm-hmm. first situation of the the you know the the, the dark skinned women thing. Mm-hmm. I think he apologized and said he got better and he didn't mean that and all that. And then he shit. puts the dark skinned girl or the brown skinned girl in um no guidance video. Remember he tried yeah. to do that to apologize. Well, you're still there if this is true. I mean, uh, if this story is still true, you're still there, and it's really unfucking fortunate. There are totally millions, hundreds of amazing, beautiful brown, dark skin, brown skin, chocolate skin women in this world and my word, what? y'all. We want y'all to let y'all know that y'all are beautiful in this motherfucking Cousins Night podcast. And skin does not matter, as Caitlin said. It's just fucking ridiculous. Yes, it's... Ooh, truly. And depart from me. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so Trey Songs is next. We let, letting the R&B niggas have it this week. Trey Songs is being... What's he being? Uh, let rebuke. No, let okay. Yeah, he should be. Rebuked. Yeah, he's been rebuked. Real quick, 
these stories could get long, but I'm gonna make them quick. First off, Trey Songs uh, is being sued for punching a bartender in the face. He was attending the Fashion Nova um, Cardi B event. It was in 2019. They were partying, watching something on the big screen in the club. He gets up on top of the bar, standing on the bar where people get drinks and stuff, and he's dancing. So the bartender goes up to Chris. I mean Trey Songs, touches him on his back. To try to get his attention and say, hey, man, you can't get up there. You got to come down. Mm-hmm. Trey Song just turns around and hits him in the face. Closed Damn. fist, bangs him right in the mouth. Wow. And the man said he's suffering physical, mental, and um, social, not social, spiritual, um, not me. spiritual. He's social? suffering, social, social probably. Yeah, trauma <laughs> from this punch, okay? And now he's suing Trey Songs. Don't know the amount, but it better be six zeros at the end of that yes. shit. Okay, so Trey Songs. If you thought that was it, ain't it. It's going to keep going. He also is looking at a hit-and-run situation. Um, he was parked somewhere. I'm going to make the story, long story, real short. Parked somewhere. The lady came up to him. Hey, you know, you shouldn't be parked here or whatever. It's in the residential neighborhood. I might be getting some of those details wrong, but who gives a fuck? But here's the fun part. Um, when the lady's trying to talk to him, he just speeds off in the middle of her talking and hits her hand with his car. And so she called the police. That's the only one I knew about. Yeah, she called the police, and she had, you know, reporting pain and damage in her hand. So the police wrote up a report, hit and run, and now the nigga's facing hit and run. So just when Trey Songz thought he was on the Lamb's Book of Life for escaping, remember he choked out an officer on camera in the Kansas City Chiefs game? He had been wilding. Like, remember that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah there's a video. He, he, he got in a fight with a police officer in Kansas City Chiefs out? game. Yeah, choked him out until the people broke him up. The fans was breaking him up. Other officers, yeah. Wow, I did not know. And didn't get shot. He didn't get killed. Got all of that charge. Was free. Wow. And now he wants to do hit and runs, and he's punched his damn bartender. The fuck is yeah. So you are therefore being rebuked, Trey Songs. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? You're too rich. You're too. I don't think he's that talented, but some people think you're talented. And I guess your two handsome women love you to be doing stupid shit like this. If I had all those talents and skills and looks. I surely wouldn't be doing hit and runs and banging people in the face, okay? I would use that shit for the betterment of the world or something. Mm-hmm. Or myself and getting hoes. So anyway, Trey Songs, rebuke. Not, not back to the hoes. <laughs> the Olympics. Rebuke. Rebuke. on the list as well. This Summer Olympics in Tokyo, though I want to support it so bad, two middle fingers to Tokyo and this fucking Olympics. Oh I'm sure Tokyo got a big reason for this happening, but they're saying they don't want no... Black Lives Matter apparel, nobody raising a fist if if they win, um, as they are on Kai shirts, the listeners can't see it. None of that. No Black Lives Matter shit. No talking about it. Actually, I'm, I'm sorry. I think you can talk about it in post shows, whatever. But during the actual presentation, none of that. No shirts, no raising a fist, no talking about it. It's been banned. And they claim it's because they did a poll of all of the athletes in the Olympics, and they all voted that it's not professional and it has no place in the Olympics. So fuck all those people who voted that as well, because that's totally ridiculous. You know, it just shows still the state of the world, you know, that we live in. It's really unfortunate because there are so many examples. Now, I wish I knew the name of those running the, the men who, you know, that iconic picture we all know of in the Olympics. The Olympics. Oh, yeah, where the men were the running. We're protesting. Yes, yeah. and they were. also banned back then as well. Really? And they still, it was a real but niggas. But that even makes it crazier that we're still fighting those same things. Yes. To this day. They're probably going to do it again, too. All they, yep, all good. they did was they raised a fist while they were standing on the um, podium. 
you know, and then that's an iconic picture. So they're trying to stop that. Not even, you know, a black, a BLM shirt. You can't even do that at the Olympics. So that I don't even know if I'm watching this shit. Yeah, I don't even think I'm watching this shit. You know, um, I don't even think black, black people should pull out, you know, Biles, Simone. I mean, I know it's a big deal and everything, but, um, you know, I really consider not even going because that's really some crazy shit. Naomi Osaka, even you, people like that, uh, you know, fuck it. Because there'll be another Olympics or whatever, and we need to really make a point here. Because I didn't hear them say anything about, oh, you can't even talk about Asian Lives Matter. You know, there's a whole other point if you come out and say we don't want none of it. I could respect it maybe a little bit more, you know. But when you just single out BLM and nothing else, that's really ridiculous. Because BLM I... wasn't the only people fighting this year, you know. No. Trans people was fighting this year. Yeah. Like I talk about the Asian people was fighting this year. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to name everybody in your little cancellation, you know, speech... Then you shouldn't name one. It's just fucking racist and it's ridiculous and fuck the Olympics. Rebuke. Anybody else got some opinion on this? I I just feel like Brent. I second everything you said. You making perfect sense right now, and it just shows you how much they really value your life. Mm-hmm. I feel like Black Lives Matter is literally you okay. Yeah, it's literally about um us saying like we matter, like don't kill us, like we need some respect in this world, and. You're literally saying, sorry, you can't talk about that. Or you can't wear a shirt about that. Mm-hmm. Now, if they want to say protesting, that's one thing. But to ban all paraphernalia, I'm not feeling that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, again, like you said, fuck the Olympics. That's right. All right. Um, sorry. As a, a long-time Olympic, <laughs> oh, Olympic stand, I must say that is very disappointing to hear as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but my viewership will be going on the long side of the sides of the athletes. If they will be there, I will be watching, period. Yeah, I know. It does put you in a tough situation because yeah. you want to support your favorite athletes. Because gymnasts, like, literally don't get anything opposed mm. to these Olympics. Like, mm. if they don't perform in these Olympics, that's why it was so crushing that it was canceled last year. Like, mm. they're not getting paid at all. Like, mm. this is what they do Yeah. in order to maintain money and sponsorships and stuff. Okay. But, um, yeah. All right. Well, next on the second shut-in, we got Jake Paul. Who put him on here? I put him on here because Jake Paul got beat up by Floyd Mayweather. If you guys don't know, Floyd Mayweather is going to be boxing Logan Paul in June. And, and during the press conference, Jake Paul somehow got in front of employees' face. And they started arguing. And while they were arguing, he snatches the hat off of Floyd Mayweather's head. And the reason... The main reason of this is because Floyd, his hair was not done in a couple little weeks. A couple not weeks. done? <laughs> so, it's, he, so it was a grown out mess looking like all of us in quarantine. And which caused him to get him, basically him and his, his security team, to punch on Jake Paul as much as they possibly could. <laughs> That's why he went off? Yes, leaving him a black eye. Dude, Floyd looked like a little Paddington bear, in my opinion, okay? <laughs> With all his hair growing in like that. I didn't know who this man was. He looked a bit homeless to me. I was like, that's Floyd with the hair? It was wild to see, boy. But um, I just still think this is all, you know, fortified, just, you know, fake antics mm, to get everybody funny. excited. It worked, shit. You know, even for me, it makes me, ooh, I want to see it a little bit more. It would have been better if it was Logan doing this shit, the man he's actually fighting. And Jake's the draw. <laughs> So he has really? to keep interest. Okay. All right. Even Conor yeah, McGregor came out. I know that that's why it. he went yeah. off like that. I, I thought, honestly thought the whole thing was staged. So y'all tell me he really that. did hit him. <laughs> well, he, well, well it, no, he looks like he had him a couple of times. Yeah. Because there's a picture of a shot where his, like, his fist is like right here. Mm-hmm. It looks like he either connected or something. Mm-hmm. And he has a black guy, quote unquote, could totally be makeup. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I can totally see Jake. Yeah, I'll sell if I hit me a few times. You know, mm-hmm. you know right. that, that's that's you agree. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. So, you are y'all interested in the fight? How do y'all feel about this? I'm going back and forth. If I want to buy this shit or not. I gotta see how much it costs. If it's fifty bucks, like the last Paul fight, then I think I'll buy it. But if it's a hundred, like the last Floyd fight, I'm not paying a hundred for this shit. Mm-hmm. But fifty, I might pay. But I surely don't want to see. Um, Justin Bieber concerts and Sweetie concerts again. Don't yes, I? please. I surely don't. Oh. And old ass Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, mm-hmm. and and them old ass niggas. I don't want to see that again. Yes, I'm down for it. I, I mean, I only want to watch it literally for the goops and gags. Oh yeah. I know that it's just going to be a media moment. I yeah. know it is. So I'm really excited. No, the fights have to be a lot longer too. Floyd can't. Yeah. I, I, they need to drag it all the way out to the tenth round mm-hmm. since Jake called knocked his guy out in like three seconds. But in the way Floyd fights, I think it will go, it will go a few rounds because mm-hmm. Floyd doesn't have knockout power, and he's a the best defensive fighter in boxing history. So it's going to be tough for Jake or Logan to actually hit him. So it's going to be a lot of ducking and jabbing. It's going to be a lot of no ducking and dodging. It's going to be a lot of Floyd hitting him in body shots, and you know I think Floyd will end up ending winning. Under a decision. No, you know, no knockouts. Logan Paul cares as long as he gets his Yeah, as long as he gets his million. And same thing with Floyd. Well, no, Floyd needs to win. He wants a W and to get his money as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, but there will be some goops and gags. So I need to watch it for that point. I'm adding one more quick one to the second chat before we get to the last one. Mm-hmm. Saweetie. I'm not sure if y'all seen oh, yeah. this past weekend was week <laughs> where Saweetie went out to Santa Monica's Pier. Best Bushy Beach with GTA 5. And grabbed her little boombox and tried to perform her heart out for fans. And it looked very pitiful. Well, well I do have an update well. about this if y'all yeah. want to hear. During well, the performance, one of the, the the microphone actually ended up dying in the, for the most part. <laughs> and it was all acapella. Now, before Kaylin goes, I don't agree with this personally. I don't think it's sick and shut in because she looked good, first off. And I think it was a nice little gesture to do that for the fans. I, you know, if I was a big, you know, sweetie fan, then I'd be going crazy. I can imagine... She's, of course, not the biggest star as Nicki, but like a, a rapper I love, like a Nicki Minaj or somebody was out there, even a smaller rapper, JPEG Mafia so was out there. So you love Nicki Minaj? I'm a I'm kid. Kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, anybody who I'm a big fan of, to see them on the pier doing that, you know, I'd be really excited. It'd be really cool, especially for the kids, even though she was, it was uncensored, but and kids shouldn't have been listening. But anyway, <laughs> um, I think it was a cool gesture that she did. But So the T is, that was not her performance. She saw a kid at the pier doing his set and she felt like, you know, she could probably help him out. So she began to do her rapping and whatever money she got, she gave to the kid. She's like, y'all, what you mean? I ain't no down bad. Y'all trying to say I'm down bad. I'm good. I was helping out her. um, But the sign said it was for herself, basically. Well, I'm just going to tell you what she said. She could be lying. But in the in all honesty though, singing with a broken speaker made you look a little nuts. It does. Should have had a little bit of production like, quality. Well, it, but if it's the man speaker, class. if it's the man speaker, like Caitlin said, I'm if that's assuming that's that true, with the JBL, I don't know if it was, that, uh, if it was another man speaker. Beyonce would have some random nigga speaker with the JBL. <laughs> yeah, but she did. She took the chance of getting out there and getting embarrassed, and mm-hmm. most of the internet is roasting her. So I can understand why Kevin would say that. And she's being laughed at. Yes. So next, finally being sick and shut in, Ellen DeGeneres' show, the Ellen show, after 19 seasons, she's calling it quits. She's been on the sick and shut in before. She's not quite a Hall of Famer yet, but she's been on a few times. Mm-hmm. And she's being rebuked. Because we all know why she's being 
Left, left at, and, and rebuke, yeah. Left and in rebuke, yeah. We all know why she's Woo! being. Why the, we all know why the show's ending. The show's not ending on her own recon. It's not like. But she's trying to act like it. No, fuck her. It's a lie. <laughs> it's not because oh I put in so many years. It's time to end. <laughs> Hold on, it's because niggas ain't watching. What do you mean? I'm call, I'm canceling my show because of that. It's not because of the homophobia or the racism <laughs> or the historically low, ra- low ratings because of the homophobia, racism, right? In cycle bitch behavior. <laughs> Like, yeah. nothing to do with it at all. Mm. No, like Kyle, did you put it on? What, this? Yeah. I put this on. Oh, you put it on. Okay, Kevin. I, was, I, was, I just want to laugh at the white devil that is. Ha <laughs> ha. You're a terrible person, bitch. Yeah. Right, and piss. Yeah. Whoa. Can you get my charger? Well, golly. She was being racist. Ellen, yeah, you get no sympathy here. We, you know, you get no love here. So, it's a shame I was a fan. But then your true colors came shining through. And so that's it. Left that and rebuke. So that's it, y'all. That's the second shot this week. I hand it back to you, Kevin. All right, guys. So do you have those who keep us from staying from falling? Oh! I should have never let him be. Take as you find him. Now unto him who was able to keep us from falling. That is so funny. Unto them, okay, though. Now unto them. He was about to say from standing as well. Everybody's like, y'all, I am pretty much a jokester, y'all. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed this part. Thank y'all so much for listening. Shout out to Kevin, our beautiful host who stepped in for me. And moving forward, remember, be kind online. And this is what happens when I get all my people around me. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Good night.